0: Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of I Hope I Get It. I'm Terence Dane. This week I am joined by Michael William Wallace, a self-made creative entrepreneur. Michael started his career as a performing artist. Acquiring his accreditation from the Trinity College of London, Michael went on to perform in various theatre productions locally and internationally. Productions include the European tour of Showboat, the Fugard Theatre's acclaimed Rocky Horror Show, Cabaret, West Side Story, and Showtime's Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Michael has starred in a number of commercials for brands such as BMW, Samsung, Heineken, and Nintendo. In 2017, Michael started his own production company, Madevo Entertainment, with his business partner, Solani Shangasi. With a residency at the University of Johannesburg and a new partnership with Business and Arts of Africa, his journey to becoming a mentor and facilitator in the creative industry began. Michael's need to change and evolve the South African creative industry remains his primary and ongoing ambition. Mike, thank you so much for um, taking the time to talk to me. I really appreciate it. I know you're like very busy. I'm so proud of all the amazing work that you are doing and that you have done. I really am. I can't believe that it feels like we did hairspray like yesterday, but it's been like I'm just 10 to years. myself.
1: It feels <laughs> like I it feels like I saw you yesterday, Taryn. It's insane how time literally flies by. Yes. But um, you're, you're taking me back with hairspray. Hey, oh. what a time.
0: What a time. We didn't know how we'd be oh, <laughs>
1: Good old days.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you so much for, for um taking the time to chat to me. But um, yes, for our listeners, Mike and I have known each other since we were both students at the Waterfront Theatre College here in Cape Town. Um, so, Mike, I think I'm just going to start from from the beginning of your career, yeah. which has you've just done so many cool things, not only performance-wise, but um, producing and directing as well. So, my first question: Let's start at the beginning. What, do you remember the very first show that you auditioned for after graduating from college?
1: So the very first show that I graduated for was actually... Oh, we're graduating. <laughs> I was like, sorry. <laughs> the, very first, the very first show that I auditioned for was actually Fred and Marcel's Panto. They were doing um, okay. the shows It was on the flip side and was at the Baxter Theatre. Mm-hmm. And it was... Um, they were actually doing um the performances but on the in the backstage area of the theater so they weren't actually using the entire stage they were using the backstage area okay. so it was like a cool concept thing and we were doing the little mermaid i was doing it with talia Burt at the at, at the time
0: oh
1: yes yeah. so, she's a guest uh, on the podcast as well <laughs> oh sick yeah, yeah. So, so talia was the little mermaid and i was her prince and it was such an hilarious time i can't tell you how much fun it was it was like being. Uh, it it was yeah. It was insane.
0: <laughs> do you know, now that you mention it, though they asked you guys to audition after seeing Chorus Line, no?
1: I I think maybe. Yeah, because yes. I I
0: remember yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Okay, so so you started out doing the panto, which is so great because mm-hmm. I don't think that's something that we all get to do because it's such a yeah, different form of theatre.
1: And you know, it was it was so great because it was also something that I feel. Was quite theatrical, so I mm-hmm. felt well practiced in it, so I didn't feel nervous going in. Whereas I remember the second thing I did was um, a play called Bulbouset, which is an Afrikaans piece and it was a, a theatre play, okay. and it was it was weird because it was how can I say I was cast as a singer but it ended up being this this multitude of disciplines and I was lucky enough to be cast in in like an A-list cast of like the most incredible Afrikaans actors which was really which is really interesting because it was very very play orientated and and, you know at college we because there's so many facets that you focus on you tend to just do musical theater so that you practice all three elements in the performance that you're doing you know especially when you're studying. So I felt very much um, unnerved. And I remember that audition um, was so crazy. It was the first time they asked me to, um, to just freestyle and to improvise a dance piece. And I started feeling like the biggest idiot just just, because you know, you go from college where everything is so clear they're showing you exactly what to do, you you know, and sure you have improv class, but you're feeling comfortable, you're with your, your lecturers, you know, here you at this panel and people are asking you to do interpretive dance to music you've never heard. And (laughs) you just got to let go, you know, and hope for the best. And and it actually worked. So, yeah, I mean, even if you, I think one of the things I've definitely learned from, from this, um, the process is, (laughs) you know, even when you feel like you've done the worst possible job, you Mm. just and you know the the most magical things actually come from that
0: yeah um i know that you did the european tour of showboat Mm. um tell me about the audition process for that show because that show um in terms of the history of musical theater is such a beacon Mm -hmm. um
1: it's yeah it is an og show you know it's been around forever and i think one of the main things that um you know, I mean, unless you're a thespian, I don't know if you, it, a lot of people are aware of the heavy, heavy racial story that is yes. Showboat. you know, yeah. so it, it is, it is quite a big one. And that's why we were lucky enough to get the European tour, because I think anyone foreign um, dies to see the show because of our obviously um, quite dense history. Yeah. But I think the, the, I was in Joburg actually for that audition and it was done in one of the, like the rec rooms. I remember I was with Devin, one with this other guy who's also a performer in in, in Johannesburg, okay. and we were performing, but it was for Tim, and it was at the Joburg Theatre, and it wasn't even like a studio studio because I think it was like last minute, or it was they they weren't they weren't they had had the Joburg uh, auditions, but then hadn't found the people yet, so they had 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 more, and then the room wasn't so it was kind of like oh, okay. there were tables and chairs everywhere, and it okay. kind of like. It's not like we were in a conference room doing this elaborate ballroom (laughs) dance and choreography, (laughs) which, which, you know, also took some imagination to get into the feel of you being in this period outfit. Yes. You know, living your best life. So I think that that was very interesting. But, um, yeah, it turned out to be great. That's where I actually met Zolani Shangazi, who's now my business partner. Fantastic. So... um, yeah, and, and and our journey with Janice started there, and I mean yeah. I'm working with her again now, so it's it's really just that for me is probably one of the most sentimental shows I've ever done, mm-hmm. and it's and it, it's also, yeah, it I think it is it would probably be be number one because of the people I met, the yes. places we would like to see, and. I think we were lucky in a way because we were ensemble that we could enjoy the tour, you know, that we weren't necessarily bound yeah. to have rest our voices mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. You know, for vast amounts of time, or, you know, we could actually go out and, you know, go yeah. explore, which was really exciting.
0: Um, did you do showboat before you did all the work um, with the Fugard with Cabaret? And so was it you? it was showboat like your first very big,
1: Showboat, uh, Showboat, um, Showboat was definitely the first big show that I got. Yeah, I remember the first big show that I auditioned for was Great Heart, that mm-hmm. was the Johnny Cake musical that yes. never happened. But that was that was like the first big big show that I auditioned for, I think. And then the second one was Showboat, and then we got that. And then, yeah, after that, the the bug kind of bit, and it and it, it was great because it was in this time where the few god was really booming, you know, yes. and it was it was then that we, um, that they were looking for cast for their, I think, third or fourth extens- uh, extension in Johannesburg for, yeah. for Rocky. And and that's where me and Matthew Berry joined the the team. And that was, that was such a magical time. I mean, the Fugot Theater was in its height. Mm. You know, it mm. was just booming with mm. that show. And I mean, anyone who went to go see the Rocky Horror Picture Show, you know, can maybe agree with me that it felt like that theater was built for that show you know you felt like you were actually going to the mansion to go watch you know this incredible performance of this crazy show you know so joining (laughs) that that cast was just unreal um yeah
0: um how it's so great that you what you said i'm just quickly going back to the showboat thing how great it is that Um, your first big professional venture was showboat, you know, and you said Mm -hmm. you met so many great people and not only was the show iconic, but um, I think for you personally and professionally, it sort of set the set the tone.
1: You know, what's nice also is, is, I think going out, you you are a bit not delusional because that's a that's that's the word's got a negative connotation to it. But you know, you want to aim for the stars and you want to get a lead.
0: But yes, the
1: amount of pressure and the you know, it's it's a it's a giant thing. And you know, if you've never been in a theater production at that scale, knowing and outs, the little protocols, you know, you, you actually do want to go in as ensemble first, just to kind of just to get a feel for what's going on, you yeah. know, how the system actually works and, mm. and all of that. And then going, wow, you know, I can really do this. And, and what's nice is they usually do spot the people who, who, who are like that. I think the, the, the crowd or the, or the cast is also diverse because you do find professional dancers who just want to dance yeah and then you do find actors who can dance who are aspiring to maybe be lead characters and you know in my experience the production team has been um clever enough to see those people I and mean, then to put them in as as um Understudies. So yeah. then you do get a chance to at least learn the tracks of these amazing characters. You know, you get to run it on the stage,
0: yeah. you get
1: costumes, you, you know, you feel like you've also been cast as that role. So, yes. you know, that's also a nice way to kind of start or like, a, it's like a soft opening in a sense, you know, yes. when you get to feel, wow, this is what it feels like, you know, doing it at the scale. I remember doing my first sound check in a big auditorium and it just felt so strange. It like, hmm having to amplify your voice but you being amplified but you know finding this weird you know it's just yes. something to get used to and absolutely even even the vertigo like i remember with with show with the levels also going up and the spinning and you know we did a lot of stuff with partner work where you have yes. to lift yeah people and the dresses are mammoth and <laughs> i remember dalray Re, Dal Re, um Halkrein and i you <laughs> had some serious laughs in that show because of just the outfits and you, you know that in itself is is choreography it's just yeah. it's just moving in those costumes and yeah. you know dealing with that vertigo because it's it's also a bit of a illusion because you you know you have this space and then mm. there's this giant pit in yeah. front of you and then a, a, another space and it's ascending and, and in in europe the theaters are incredible so obviously there are towering seats in front of you so yeah. it just feels so mammoth that it is a lot to take in and i think lanelle kennett killed it as the leading showboat mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> of but i think your eye would have cracked under the pressure if my first ever experience was a lead definitely yeah.
0: i mean i think that is the same like when because you know we are theater actors and that is our uh, for me anyway that's my first love so when i when i started i think the very first time i stepped onto a film set i was like oh my god thank god i'm not the lead in this thing because i <laughs> i uh, i don't know what the hell is happening
1: you know and it's like
0: because you know I, i'm not a... Actually
1: a completely different beast like it's, yeah it's... i think and you know Taryn, i think you'd love it like the thing is with us we don't have enough experience in the film um in the film genre you know what yeah. i mean because you, you know the the greats, the Merrills, the, the the Goldies. You know <laughs> the, all, all those all those all those legends. You know they yeah. theatrical girls, yeah. and and you know they, they make it work. You know, but I think the thing is what I learned, and it's so strange because the the thing I learned about camera acting what I learned when I was actually behind the camera and I was lucky enough. There was, there was one season where, um, you know how it is seasonal. You are trying to do as much as possible. Yeah. I was, um, they had vacancies for studio directors at chaos. And I was like, Oh, great. I'm going to do this. This is amazing. It's in the, it's in industry. It's in my interest. You know, I'm going to do it. And being in the room, it was always just so interesting to see how, you know, and i and I felt bad for it sometimes that theater people would come in and they'd want to do it. they'd want to do such a good job. but mm. they're so used to working. yeah, you know yes. and and the thing with camera is like you being on camera is already sixty percent, if not seventy
0: percent. Yeah, you know, everything's job. already big. Do you know what I mean? And you're, then, and, there, and you're already doing it without doing anything. and you know, we're so used yeah. to playing to the back of the house. <laughs>
1: You know, girl, it's it's a lot, but it, it, it's it's like you say, it's 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 a love and it's a passion and it's yeah. something. Once you've experienced it, you'll definitely miss it if you don't have it regularly.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's and it's so true. I think when I first, I think my first um, TV uh, appearance, let's call it mm-hmm. that, was was Homeland. Yeah. So it was like massive Woo! production and oh. um, you know really big names. Um, you know, I'm like sitting in a makeup chair with Mandy Patinkin next to me, and I'm just like, and every it's just it's so overwhelming. But yes, um, yes. but I think the more that well, I have done it, it's just now I'm like, okay, I understand, and I like you picking you pick up the terms that they use, and so you understand, yes, yes. and so now I feel like I, I'm good. I, I got it. I got it.
1: Got a girl, and I mean, practice really does make perfect. And yes. and I think the sad thing of it is as well that. Although the magic will never go away of being on set and that feeling of, you, you know, especially on film stuff, you get so pampered, you know. And not mm. pampered, but you feel pampered because you get a trailer, you get your hair yeah. done, you know. People oh. are coming to you telling you, oh,
0: 15 yeah. minutes over water. Yeah, my favorite you know. thing is the hair. I'm just so happy to have someone else <laughs> brush my hair.
1: <laughs> I can now relate. Now I can definitely relate. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, it's just gosh it's a, it's an incredible experience and i think there's so much to learn from it and you just have to try and stay present but w- what i was saying is it does become work after a while and it almost is like you have to try and force yourself to see it like that so that you also don't get crippling nerves every time you go to work and you know yeah. you, you actually do start eventually feeling like you know i got this and yes. you know I, i'm practice and i gotta believe in myself and you know once you get to that stage i think it's also really powerful for yourself yes. that you you start seeing what you bring to the table you know yes. and that's that's sometimes rare for for us as actors to really comprehend because you're always in the state of like was that good enough, uh, you yeah. know? Uh, yes. Was that leg straight enough? Was that yes. note high enough? Was that, you know, did that emotion come across well enough? Like, Absolutely. always from the state of apologizing, you know? And hmm. it's the second you you really comprehend that you don't have to do that, yes. that you get power, you know?
0: Yes. And I think that comes with, um, with obviously with time and totally. repetition, doing yeah. it all the time. Exactly. But I think yes. also yeah. when you... When you know who you are, mm. and you know your you know your strengths, you know your weaknesses, you know your limitations, mm. and you make your peace with that, I think mm. that's when when we we do our we we do our best work.
1: Totally, and I think that's the most thing. That's the biggest thing I'm thankful for for college, actually, for theater school. Yeah. it's just going through your baggage, working yes. through your stuff. Yes. You know, really feeling like, why does it make me uncomfortable when I do this? Or why are all my monologues about rage? Yes. Like, what yeah. do I need to think about? Yeah. Yeah. You and know, and when there I need- was some
0: stuff, I think, for all of us at college. Because you, know you just mean? you just carry, you know, 18 years worth of stuff. <laughs> of course, <laughs> just of just course. Strip it all away so that you're just <laughs> a blank canvas. And it's exhausting. It's mean- like therapy for four yeah. years every day for like eight hours a day
1: definitely definitely and the thing is I think if it when when it really becomes a practice you can see the 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 strength and the and the the goodness that comes from that because you're you're constantly doing that you know yeah. what I mean you, you, because you're so aware of what makes a character tick what's you know what's the backstory what's the situation, what's this that you automatically apply it to yourself, you know, and, and it's just life hacks, and that's yeah. why I'm always grateful for the road that I've taken because it it's it's such social science, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, a word that it, it really is just a passion that keeps growing day by day.
0: Yes, absolutely, I agree one hundred percent. Um, you know, we speak about auditions and how they make us feel and obviously the more you do them the the better you are going into the room um what has been for you the most or the most the best experience that you've had in an audition room
1: i think i i have to say so the few got theater auditions always had this sense of risk or edge or there was just a prestige about it you know that you really just everyone felt like the heat was on, you know, mm. you were all going to a beautiful building. There was beautiful wooden floors, you know, mm-hmm. you always felt something. So, so it, it immediately made you push it a little bit more, made yeah, you feel it, like, it's
0: definitely that,
1: like, you know what I mean? And it almost felt like it was, bec- it was becoming the West end of South Africa in a sense, you know, mm-hmm. that it had this level of um, prestige to it. Like I said, and I remember we were doing the, we were, we were already doing cabaret at the time and Jenna, Oh no, no, no. They were auditioning for West side story and cabaret. I think more or less at the same time.
0: Yes, they
1: were. And Jenna Jenna Robertson child and I got, um, got paired up as dance partners. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Jenna. We love Jenna. She's (laughs) having a baby. Oh, I love that girl. she's the most incredible dancer. So I was so, so fortunate to be, um, to be paired with her but jenna is incredibly strong that yes. that woman is basically a walking talking core <laughs> you know what i mean she's so, so strong and i still remember we were doing the choreography and and louisa was still doing the choreography at that time and mm-hmm. she was she was choreographing crazy stuff and i remember i think it's called the crucifix where you stand in jazz fourth and the girl runs towards you and she does the handstand off your knee and she does a back, she does a like back, basically a back flip onto your back, and then you catch her under her armpits, and then you start swinging. And she's in the crucifix position on your yes. back and spinning around. Mm-hmm. So now that's the last move. Oh, I think like the second last move of the choreography. And Jenna and I keep going, 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 going. And we're rehearsing this piece, but every time we go, Jenna flicks herself so strongly <laughs> over that I can't grab her. So we keep getting it wrong, you know, and obviously. You, as, as, as a performer, don't want to hinder someone else's audition. So you're obviously trying to be the strongest, yes. best performer you can be, you know? Yeah. And then I'm doing the same. And we're, we're actually, we're so nervous. And eventually, they call us because then they, they, they obviously say, okay, thank you, two by two. And, and Jenna and I went. And the first time we did it was the first time we got that dance move. And we just hit that dance move, yes. and we killed that choreography. That afterwards, we were just beaming sunshine. You, you know, it was everything. Was the best thing it could possibly be because we had hit it. We were just over the moon. And then we actually got cast, and it was just yeah. It, you know, the rest is history. I mean, but that was definitely one of the best experiences um, I've, I've had in a in an audition.
0: Oh, I love that. So mm-hmm. going from the best. What has been the worst experience you've had in an audition room? So
1: (laughs) (laughs) my worst experience isn't actually a cringe experience for me. Mm -hmm. It was more, okay. So I said to myself, after college, you can't say no to anything. You have to go to every single casting, like every every single. God, we've all done that. And there was this call for a boy band, something, 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 something. And we had to prepare a, a song that was in this boy band um, style. Okay. And it, I remember it was that the Fire Ice Hotel it was fancy, blah blah blah. It
0: was posh,
1: and I'm going in and everyone's serious, and people are practicing a boy band moves, and you know, and I am just trying so hard not to crack. Like I am on <laughs> the brink of laugh. Cannot take it seriously, Tom. I just <laughs> And I'm trying. I'm trying. So I'm thinking, your rent, your your food, your <laughs> retirement. Just keep it. In. Just sing the song. Get the job. Just get it done. And I go in and I start singing. The music plays and I just start. And I crack. And I basically have the giggles in my audition. And I can't stop. I literally cannot stop laughing while I'm trying to audition for this thing. And I, it was just—it was the most unprofessional thing I think I've ever done in my entire life. And it, it just taught me that I'd really have to always trust my gut because you cannot audition for something you do not believe in. That yes. is the number one thing I yes. learned that day: is yes. you, you, you just cannot because it's detrimental to your own mental well-being, <laughs> yeah. but also your reputation, your professionalism. You know, mm. you don't want to be that guy. But yeah. I. I cracked like there was no tomorrow. (laughs) No offense to the boy bands out there. No offense. Come, please. Sorry. No offense to the boy bands. (laughs) We love boy
0: bands. It's just not for Mike. (laughs) Not for me. (laughs) Not for you. But I can tell you, I
1: can tell you one of the most interesting audition experiences I had was singing in the rain. And I still remember... Yeah, and I and I still remember, sorry, I really wanted to to tell you this because
0: tell me, tell me everything.
1: Yeah, it was such an interesting mind space thing for me that I found that I was really almost wanted to pat myself on the back a little bit. And Mm -hmm. it was it was coming close to the part of of my theater career where I was kind of calling it quits. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: I had I had um I had done this audition and it was so hectic and it was obviously singing in the rain is insane. I think the biggest gift I ever received was not being cast in that that (laughs) musical. Those people worked so hard. Yo, they worked so, so hard. Um, Yeah. I I don't know if I would have been able to keep up, but we were dancing and I still remember I was paired with Sven Eric and um, Mm -hmm. I remember, and I I was like, okay, great. Like we're going to kill this choreography. Boom, boom, boom. And we did it. And it, I mean, it was insane. And I obviously, it was what it it is, what it is. And, um, I still remember leaving and i can't remember who asked me but they they still said to me um and you know sven eric is a great dancer and yes. they, they were saying to me you know weren't you so nervous to uh, audition next to sven and i
0: was <laughs> like
1: what no what do you oh, mean
0: i've known him forever
1: I had, I had so many other things to think about i had so many other things to think about that it compreh i only then comprehended like wow you really have to take a piece of your concentration and yeah. focus it on that competition. You know what I mean? And it is such a hindrance. And I, I there I was, I, I really, I felt a little bit flabbergasted in the sense I was like, I was grateful that automatically, thank goodness, I had felt comfortable with Spain. Maybe yes. that was also it, because we had studied together, yes. you know, so I was familiar. And I just, I felt supported, you know, and and it dawned on me that that's also a choice. It's a, it's a mindset, yes. you know, it's yes. your choice going into that room am I going to rather feed off everyone's energy as a positive, as a, Mm -hmm. we are here to jam and we are going to get this gig? Or am I going in thinking, oh my gosh, no, look at that high kick. Or, oh my gosh, no, look at that guy's legs. No, 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 no. It it just takes up so much processing power that should be used on the ball step change kick lift up down step up You know what I mean? Yeah. Five six pause 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 carry carry jump up down. down. It yes. is insane that yes. I, I yeah I was I was shooketh, But I, that that will never ever leave me. That thing of it being a mind game, you know, and it, yes. it is honestly just how you go into it that you can either make it work for you. Or yes. it's not work for you.
0: Yeah. Do you know, um, Amber Chanel Fulton um, mm. was a guest um, on a previous episode, and she was saying that for her, the game changed. And Amber was in Singing in the Rain. <laughs> yes, um, yes. The game changed, the audition uh, game changed for her when she made the decision to go into the room and... Mm. To treat it like a workshop, you know? So I'm yeah. gonna learn from whoever's around me. I'm gonna watch how they work. So then it takes she takes the pressure off herself by doing that.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I mean the pressure was on because they had that that incredible choreographer from America doing yes. that stuff. And, you know, it it was very intimidating. And I think if you did go in seeing it, it's like, oh, this is an international workshop that. I paid for, I'm going to learn, yes. you know, it, it yeah. is, is, a mental, it is a mental choice and it's a good choice to have because at the end of the day, it's only you, yourself and I out there. So you need all the support you can get yes. in order to really make it through, you know?
0: Yeah. And if you're manifesting that of everybody else, that positive support, great. Mm. Go for it. Oh,
1: definitely. Definitely.
0: Um, what is your, what is your sort of audition prep process like? <clears throat>
1: So, um, for audition prep now, it's not so much physical stuff. So mm-hmm. if, if there is any sort of casting audition that I'm going for it, it would be camera, camera work. Yeah. And, um, I think for me, the, the main thing is that technique that Paul taught us back at college, uh, Paul Griffiths. Yeah.
0: Shout
1: out Paul was, Griffiths.
0: <laughs> shout out Paul <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> 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 And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and you know that that thing of you know every paragraph or every piece of text is a is an idea yes. and each sentence is broken up is, is a is a thought in thought. that idea yes. or not is a, is a other way around how is it is the, the paragraph is a thought thought and, and every, one, the
0: sentence is an yeah. idea yes
1: in the thought that you in, know? yeah
0: and yeah f- that informs the thought yeah
1: Yes. And for me, that's always stuck with me because now especially with learning lines, mm. um, I just literally write out, I have to write it out. So I I have my I have a little exercise book and then I just write out each sentence on a new line. And that just helps me learn the rhythm of the piece. Yes. And also really helps me because it's also by hearing it that I that I learn it right. and having seen me write it out of my own handwriting. So then the the like the recollection isn't of the text but of my own handwriting, handwriting. and then
0: going yes are so that that
1: that that thing is really and it took me four years to click that thing because paul would never give up on his vocab and he would always just be using the most outrageous jargon and (laughs) pushing your intelligence to the max and i think once i did really click that you know it all starts with breath and Mm -hmm. that manifests everything you know and connecting that to the structure of writing out your process yeah has just been back for me to really get something done quick sticks 20 minutes you know
0: you know i still do this thing that paul and i and i catch myself doing it like if i'm in rehearsal i you know he's like the thought and then like the hand goes to the forehead the thought will govern the emotion which will govern the movement Mm -hmm. and he does this whole like i still do that (laughs)
1: stunning yes yes you know and thank goodness because you're paid good money
0: (laughs) 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 but i mean it took me it took me the full four years of college to be like okay, okay I understand what you're saying. I'm gonna stop blocking what you're saying. I take it, <laughs> you know. Um, there were there were benefits, Paul. I will. I, I apologize. <laughs> there are <were> benefits. <laughs> um, I know you do a lot of um, screen work now, and now that we're living in COVID times, um, so self tapes are are the way the way forward. What is your what is your strategy with self-tapes? Because I, I mean, I'm doing them so often, but mm. I, I just, I don't know if I'm, am I doing them right? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't think I have a strategy. I know I don't like to, um, like do, do something 35 times over.
1: Oh no. You know yeah. what I mean? No ways.
0: Mm-mm. So what's your, no, what's your self tape strategy?
1: We've, we've got, um, Uh, well at my house i i managed to get one of those ring lights on whatever whatever but i I, and it was it was it was quite cheap but i'm lucky with where i'm staying is i've got like a really bright white wall outside my bedroom door so the white wall in my room gets this like bounce off of that white wall so the light is really bright i
0: have the same and it's so great because i use the natural light yeah
1: exactly so the lighting isn't an issue whereas within most of the times it's the lighting that's actually the issue in the self-tape mm-hmm. so having one of those is really great but if you buy the cheap one the tripod that comes with it is terrible and you can't really use it for your phone so you have to have a tripod on okay. its own so luckily for me the tripod on the phone just just works nicely and and yeah I don't like to do it too many times either I, I yes. you know it's it's a thing of uh, luckily sometimes, sometimes they're quite cheeky and there's like six, seven people in the scene, or okay, maybe not six, like four people yes, in the scene. Like, yes. how the hell am I supposed to cast a mini series <laughs> <Yeah>. to fill <laughs> my audition? I don't understand. But <laughs> um, the few times I have been lucky enough to be to have had an actor friend close by that can read with me, mm-hmm. or we just do it via Zoom. Um, Shalane Bennett actually helps yes. me a lot with with the self-tapes we're self-tape buddies and um nicole fortain also helps Mm -hmm. me a lot and we help each other so that's that's really been nice in the in the thing of of having some practice you know yeah but i do feel like sometimes needing the the stress of the room you know having that
0: so that's i agree with that so my thing as well i um you know if they give me the option would you like to be seen in person or would you like to do the self-tape i think i will always take the the be seen in person because then you 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 know my energy because who's mm-hmm. to say that the that you know that I haven't sent you the 100th take that I've done you know when everything's perfect and I'm perfect mm-hmm. you know but if I if I'm in the room you know my energy and um, I also don't like to do too many takes because I always feel like whatever I did on the first take is probably what I would have done in the room
1: no, I think I think it could be a vicious circle if you if you have this thing of doing it too much too many
0: times. Yeah. Like it becomes you,
1: stale. You, for some reason that Helen Mirren ad for the masterclass is popping yes. up into my head. When she's which like she's doing, like don't, don't practice in look front at of the yourself. mirror. <laughs> yes. Why are you looking at yourself? Yes. And I think I think the same thing applies for me as well. And I think any you know, that's the thing about really processing and dealing your baggage in college or just taking the time to really do that so that yes. you don't have I- insecurity issues that you're dealing with or, you know, that or you, you don't have or that you at least check yourself so that you're yeah. feeling, wow, why am I feeling so insecure? Why am I letting the competition get to me? Why why is so my focus, so again, so that thing of choosing what you're focusing on, yes. why am I focusing on on the glass half empty when mm. the glass can be very, very awful if not overflowing you know what i mean so i think there's definitely a power in the self-tape for the people who really do get a little bit choked up in the room but i think for for others there is a sense of adrenaline maybe it is the theater junkies in us that just want that kick of the risk to really put you into hyperdrive so that you know the risk is there you cannot mess up so i think it's it's you know and sometimes sometimes you, you can't think of anything worse than going in and you thank god that there's a self-tape
0: i tell you i've had those days
1: (laughs) and i mean even with zoom working now like i i know i mean that's not really casting stuff but you know from the producing and directing side it's so much better because there's no i can work in johannesburg without having to fly there without having to get accommodation there without having to spend so much money in order to just do the work that i want to do yeah it now kind of forced everyone to go to take a step up which is so great because you can be anywhere and still work
0: and still work yeah i mean i was doing um i was part of a a a short play festival and i'm sitting in south africa but everybody else was sitting in the u.s and it was great you know it's just um you know as much as these times have been awful for our industry um Mm. We are incredibly resilient and incredibly um, creative. Um, was, and was, we, we will always find a way to make art.
1: Yeah, and it, but it gives you access. Like mm. all of a sudden, you're in the room with all these people. I mean, again, Janice Honeyman, bless her. She's she's such an amazing um, person and creative. And yes. she's actually come on as um, as a director for for this piece that I'm producing, and it, it's just so amazing because she also doesn't even know the, the 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 power her presence brings you know mm, and mm. in our workshop process there were so many people that felt honored just being in the same room as 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 mama jay you know yeah and that's so beautiful because before it was impossible getting into the same rooms as these people because you know why would you be in the same room as them you know so it opened yeah. up this whole realm of wow like the possibilities and as you can have calls like you say with people overseas now you can you know collaborate with artists yeah and you directly. grow your
0: network like that you know our global um in- entertainment network is growing and it's fantastic
1: yeah it really really is and I think that's the that's the biggest gift I think going forward that that I think we've received is this thing of being able to be digital and yes. I think there is a trap like always there'll always be a trap with everything and I think it is just checking yourself but mm. it's really opened a lot of doors for me and I, I think I'm very grateful for
0: that. Yeah, I know. I completely, I mean, I would never have done a po- this podcast um, without being, s- searching for a, a creative outlet. Do you know what I mean? There I would have been another, I would have been busy doing something else. Um, but when you, when I was forced to to sit still and go, oh my God, I have no creative outlet. I need to do something. Um, mm-hmm. This This idea arrived, you know? yeah so and good on you to taking
1: charge because it takes courage it really does so congratulations and well done
0: thanks pal um <laughs> you know we're speaking about you know the good and the bad um the one thing that this career that we've chosen will ha- always have a lot of is rejection mm-hmm. um how do you what's your process in dealing with with rejection
1: i don't count my chickens before they hatch Mm. I don't, I go for a casting and I forget about that thing and I forget about it. And if I, if I don't get it, I've forgotten about it. And if I get it, I get a beautiful surprise the next day or two weeks from now, or whenever they Uh, you know contact you and trust me they will always contact you they will get hold of you if they want to get hold of you yeah it's not a thing of them not being able to find you because trust they'll make it someone else's problem to find you (laughs) yeah you know what i mean so they will find you so it's not a thing of you having to check up or make sure that they got you know well at least that's also again the choice that i've made you know it's it's a mental game and it's 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 a a, it's a marathon (laughs) it's not a sprint
0: yes correct
1: really is it is a long
0: distance marathon
1: no and the thing is also this thing of time is great because it it teaches you that you know i've been involved with 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 productions where where, well when you're in the production you feel like this this is the end all and be all of my life yeah i i this is me and i am this and you know if there was an atomic bomb like at least i'm here doing what i'm set to be doing and then it ends and then you never hear of it again And then, and then what happens? You know what I mean? You're left with this, this, this weird kind of melancholy, weird feeling of, of like, who am I? You know what I mean? It's almost
0: like it's, 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 you're, you're lost and, and you're dazed and confused.
1: (laughs) You, you, and you got way too invested. And I get it. Like us as artists, we are passionate about our work and we need passion too. also, persevere in what we're doing but it is it is a capacity thing and it is also training your brain and learning your own process and knowing Mm -hmm. like opening nights aren't for the performers (laughs) you know what i mean yeah (laughs) closing nights for the performers like you can't get sloshed on your opening night because the next day you got two shows what you're gonna do you're gonna say you know right we all still pull up a glass of bubbles after, and we still have a jam you know it's the things you learn that it's it, and it's the choices you make. You know that you're you're gonna take a beating during this process, but what are the beatings going to be and how am I going to process that? You you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think the mental game going forward is you can't invest in something that's that's not there yet, you know. Right. And also also having having been lucky enough to be a little bit behind the scenes, you notice that it is so not about you. It Absolutely is as much. As much as it is about you it's so not about not, you yeah I've seen, I've seen people not get the gig because the guy reminds the director of a person he doesn't like do, do mm. you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. pity pity stupid little things you, you know and for you as the 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 person who's being judged so to speak yeah to have this thing of like do they like me do they not like me am i good enough you know it's also that choice or that experience or that or that lesson that you need to learn
0: yeah. or
1: the choice you've got to make to go i also have something that i'm bringing to the table you yes. know and 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 you know you've got to have something otherwise why am i even sitting at this table so yeah you're not doing anyone any favors and sometimes hmm. i find that in the entertainment industry they like to make you believe that because the opportunities are um scarce Yes. this whole thing of should be thankful and grateful for working. That's complete bullshit. I don't believe in that at all. Yeah. And I think everyone who is working is good enough to work. Why are they working? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it does just does, that just does not make sense to me, but mm-hmm. anyway, that's a whole different discussion, but you see, for me, it's just realizing your worth. So that you also know going in, I'm worth something.
0: Otherwise you're going to, yeah. what's, how are you going to survive? Absolutely. Do you know, I'm um, I'm so glad that someone like you who has that um outlook is also because you are not only a performer but you are a, a mentor and you're a facilitator, and um and I'm just so grateful that that artists and creatives have someone like you. Kind of leading the charge in that way. Do you know what I mean? I think it's so important to have that yes, that the answer. outlook that you have and um and you share it so eloquently and it's so important to hear it from somebody hmm. who is not only a performer but because you are a producer and you are a director. Um, yeah. So I'm just uh, so I'm as an artist, I am grateful to have someone like you, and I know that you know you when you when you lead these discussions it's so important the things that you are saying
1: yeah and the thing is you know you got to make the choice i don't Hmm. want to be sitting on my yacht alone right (laughs) i want my friends sitting on my on on their yachts yeah you know what i
0: mean together (laughs) you,
1: you know what i'm saying and the thing is we need to cultivate this this culture of artists having capital and artists having worth and i think well, uh, I'm not sure, but but Madevu, our production company, our our e- ethos is to create original African content, right? Mm-hmm. And it's based around this whole thing of workshopping and and creating new work instead of paying money and royalties to use someone else's and right. i think it, it it really opens the doors up to some really magical experiences but it also opens up the doors to a new way of structuring entertainment business yes. because we're offering equity to everyone that we're working with mm-hmm. so it is a thing of of you are getting a piece of the pie you know it, this yes. production is also uh, yours because it is your intellectual property it is your, your you know your your um your imagination and, and your yeah. input and even though you are getting a salary you know and but it is your story manager, that is being told it's just a, it's just a little gift card at the end to say wow we recognize that yeah. without you this show could not have existed and yeah for me as a performer i've experienced that multiple times where mm-hmm. we've been mm-hmm. told uh go just play and then we play, we come up with the most amazing things and then the creative team takes recognition for that yeah. and sure they might say oh you know we had a great team to work with well blah 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 at the end of the day they're the ones getting the paychecks and they're the ones getting the awards and that's not where we want to be because this thing of also not empowering the artists so that you don't have to pay them is absolute bullshit Correct. you know and 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 sorry to 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 get a bit hectic on you but even no. Even, no. You see, even social media you see it like you see these production companies posting their adverts and accrediting everyone. They credit the lighting guy, the rigs, the caterers, the the, the everyone except the bloody talent whose face you're watching in the commercial. Mm. Why is that? Why are they not tagging the people? Why do they not want the artists to have um, careers or at least profiles? Mm-hmm. It's because mm-hmm. then you have to pay them and you have to pay them what they're worth and. Let's not pretend there's definitely money. So, you, you know, for me, that was the biggest motivation, seeing that happen to me yes. and seeing that I stay here and do nothing. I'm yes. going to be a poor artist when I'm older. And yeah. I don't want to be a poor artist when I'm older. Yeah. And no one deserves to be a poor artist when they're older. Yes. So you have to, oh gosh, it's going to sound so corny, but you got to be that change you want to see, you know? No, you just and gotta, I completely
0: I, agree with you. Um, and. You know? We um, we we always welcome new voices, new stories, so that it's not mm. the same people all the time. And I think, um, particularly in South Africa, um, it's always the same people doing everything. Do you know what I mean? So it's it's so it's fresh and it's nice when there's a new writer, there's a new director, there are new actors. Um, and and there is there is enough stories for 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 all of us to always be telling a story
1: exactly exactly and the content is there and the personalities are also there Mm -hmm. they just need to be given platforms and the recognition and and and
0: and they need to be um made to feel empowered to do it
1: totally totally and it's and it's harboring this 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 environment of you're good enough you know that's why yeah, that's why you're in this audition room. You're yeah. all good enough. we are just seeing who fits this piece just because yeah. you're not a part of doesn't mean you're not good enough. And I feel like sometimes that stems, even from our education system, this thing of teaching through fear, yes. that like if you don't work or be the best, you are not going to get work or you are yes. not, you are not. Fear, 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 fear. And it's crippling. And it and a lot of people crack from it. And I think if they changed that, they would have a lot less people dropping out of, 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 drama schools as well you know to be honest with you yes is that of if you don't step up then you're not gonna make it and it's not that it's what's your story why aren't you stepping up what what's your block what happened you know what i mean and i really think we take for granted that People are really broken, dude. And people are broken in this country. And the thing is, like, yeah. it's it's a lot to deal with. And if you aren't dealing with it, and you don't have the environment where people are saying, "Cool, now I'm asking you to be a vulnerable artist, a completely different person." And it needs to be a a Himalayan pink salt environment. You know what I mean? Yeah. It needs to be no, really warm light. <laughs> nice aromas you know good positive energies to say let's experience this let's explore that let's da-da-da-da. because that is where the magic lies is in workshopping and putting creatives I- you know in a room and just giving them facility and that's what we learned during during COVID time the the, the most is just having this thing of giving people the opportunity you know and and um so so just to tell you a little bit about um this production that we we're doing at the moment with Madevu devu yes. and uh, the university of johannesburg it's called and mm-hmm. it's a ho- it's a ho- it's been a whole long process but just to tell you a little bit of the the script development process was we had we we had planned to do the script in real life well in faith face to face mm-hmm. and what happened was obviously COVID had happened and then we couldn't and we had then done this workshop via zoom and it was so lovely because for the first time there was so much research going into the production so much thought so much influence and opinion and everyone in their own sense became a writer became a conceptualist became a designer became you you know they they all were pushed to think like that and the stories that came out were incredible and and the things we touched on were magical and and it's the stuff that a lot of people will relate to because we're asking people You, you you know and that's that's yeah. what was so beautiful about it, is that sometimes our opportunities, sure, that they're great, but they don't necessarily allow us to really expand, you know? Whereas, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. whereas I feel it's very seldom that you get an opportunity where, sure, you get cast as a singer, but then your acting gets pushed, your dancing gets pushed, your writing ability gets pushed, your, your yeah. you, you know, everything gets challenged and in a positive way great way so that you can go away more confident and more positive and knowing you have the ability to do those things you know so yeah, you
0: know, I, I just i love listening to you talk about it because you are so passionate about it and um it like it lights a fire in in me um and it's so and again i'm so grateful to have that that our community has someone like you um taking the lead here and um and using your voice and the way that you do it is it's really inspiring and um and I I am internally grateful to you for you know you you noticed that there was a gap somewhere and you like okay well we got to fill the gap so let's you know let's let's what can I do and um it's it's you know, and I wish you all the success with it. Thank
1: you, Ta. Thank you. And and the answers are out there, hey. You just have to follow your yep. guts. And it's that it's that that thing of like saying no to ensemble work so that you can be considered for the lead. It's that thing of like just going, Okay, I know I'm saying no to my next paycheck, but this is my dream. These are the things I set out to achieve. I don't wanna just pay my rent for 35 years. I wanna achieve no. my goals. I wanna, you know. I, I want to be someone I want to do wanna something.
0: something. Yeah. I want to be
1: happy. I want to be content. I want to look back and say, damn, that was, that was amazing. You know? And, and yeah. that is, what's also nice about performing. Well, what, what happened for me? And I think maybe it was my ADD that, that kind of helped me with that as well Is that <laughs> I had almost a little bit of like my fix of, of performing and also maybe getting all the most lazy, you know, I don't want to run around anymore I Doing
0: high work. kicks and step changes, whatever. <laughs> a lot of work. I'm old now, girl. I'm old. You're younger so. than me. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, but you know what I'm saying. No,
0: you know? I hear and, you. I hear you. And, and, it's, and
1: that's, that should be exciting because it opens up the doors and it opens up a whole new adventure, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I just, I just hope everyone going into the industry just has – a really positive outlook, and and understands how much of it is actually in your control, you uh-huh. know, and that you, sure you are the product, but you also dictate what people see. And yeah. if you do cultivate this thing of like, sure, this might be my livelihood, but I can't, I it just can't be my be all or end all because then I also just radiated this desperate energy, and you can yeah. see that, yeah, you know? and, and that's also that thing of fear, mm. being scared you know, being scared that I'm not going to get it right. So I'm going to mess it up or, y- yeah. you know, and it's just getting rid of those thoughts. And then you'll, you'll see that it's actually scary to, to stand back and be like, wow, I'm succeeding. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what has been for you? I mean, you've just shared all this great insight and advice um, with me and with, um, with my listeners. Um, what was the best piece of advice um, audition advice that you received you know whether you heard it via via or someone told you directly
1: you know it, it might not be the best audition advice I ever received but it's the only advice that's ever really stayed with me mm-hmm. and it's actually so lame oh my gosh I'm so lame <laughs> it's it, it's the motto of my high school
0: oh, okay oh wow we're going to <laughs> And
1: it's it's, Willow Ridge, shout out, Pretoria. (laughs) (laughs) um, It's strive with integrity. And and it's so crazy because the amounts of times, not even just in the audition room, in life, like, you know, treating the doorman like he's the CEO and walking in, greeting everyone like they're the boss. Because so many times those people have been the boss you know, and it's, it, it, I've learned that time and time again is just strive with integrity, mm-hmm. do it mm-hmm. like the whole world is watching every single step you are taking, yes. because it just, it just, it just harbors this thing of becoming a person of excellence, you know, and yeah. trying to be the kind of person you want to be, you know, yes. and it really is just that thing of, <sighs> would I do this if my mother was watching?
0: Yes, yeah, and, but also, and to remember to do it, um, not only when the public is watching, but when you're when you are with someone privately to do it as well. Um, I was telling the story in a previous um, episode where um, you know t- we were talking about thanking the person who plays the piano for you in the audition room. Mm-hmm. You know we're very quick to mm-hmm. like thank you for your time to the panel, but you always forget about the poor person who's just played for you. And I remember go I came I was in I an audition. Yeah, <laughs> I was in an audition and I, um at the end of it, I thanked the panel and then I went to get my book and I said to the pianist, I said, thank you so much. And he was so, like, he just said, oh uh, yeah, sure, no, you sure. You know, He, I think he was just so shocked and my immediate thought was, oh my god, no one this entire day, and I was in, like, at the end of the day, I just thought, oh my god, no one this entire day has thanked thank you. Because his reaction to me told me that, because he was shocked by my
1: thanking him and the world is the size of a peanut so trust the next yeah. time you audition that pianist is there he's playing the best piano he's ever played for yeah you. you know and it's the same with anything in life even with the people that you work with if you can show them that you've got their best interest at, at heart they're yeah. gonna give you they're gonna give you the best product and i think it was you that also had a a not a thing, but like a Richard Branson. Um, d- did you have a thing? Was he ever your mentor? I've, I'm remembering something with you and Richard Branson. I don't know why, but for me, think. Richard Branson, has has been like a, a business role model for me. Right. Because yes, I know always... I've shared
0: a lot of his quotes and stuff
1: because he's, he's always been a, he's always been someone to be like, you know, looking at the audience or looking at, 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 how I apply to us is that we are the product, right? Right. And, and, and the actors are the product. So if, if your actors aren't happy, if your employees aren't happy, mm. how are you selling the product? How, how is the product the best that it can be? Yeah. Sure, you can depend on the fact that these actors are going to push themselves to the limit because it's their necks out there. It's their reputations, it's yes. their faces. They don't want to look like bad performers, you know? Right. But at the end of the day, your product is going to be so much better. If you just come in from that angle of, are you happy? How did that feel for you? Do you want to do it better? What was wrong? Tell me, talk, bah, harboring that thing because that thing- And make it a
0: collaborative to... effort, do you know?
1: It's the worst, it's the worst. That thing of not feeling you can ask a question because yes. if you ask a question, you're going to be dumb or you're going to fall behind or, yeah. you know, that thing needs to leave.
0: Yeah, immediately. Oh no, absolutely. In the bin, straight away, in the bin. Um, Mike, I'm so always so inspired by you. Um, I I cannot verbalize enough how, how proud I am of, of what you have accomplished and what the work that you are doing is just so good. It's so good. And it's so needed. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to talk to me. And you've just shared such wonderful words of encouragement and wisdom and great insight um, and I hope that, and I'm sh- I'm sure that anyone who listens to this will will be inspired. And I hope that those of us who spend our lives telling stories in whatever way that we do, whether it's because we make a costume or we design a set or we are an actor or we are writers, I hope that we will always be inspired to to share our story and also to just step up to the plate.
1: Yeah. And I think, thank you Ta. and and I think that the main thing is that thing of knowing your worth, mm. knowing your worth, the the guy running to get water or the person putting on the lights, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or the person singing the Aria, you yeah. know, it's really just understanding your worth and that you do have something. That's why you're here, you yeah. know, but thank you so much. It's been such an honor. And thank you for creating a platform for oh. everyone to just, and to get informed about these Thank these you, issues. man. We
0: just, we are like trying. Before I let you go, <laughs> I do ask my my guests. So at the end of mm. the interview, I always have these. I have like my little fun round. It's only two very fun questions. Okay. Um, so the first question is: In your opinion, who was so perfectly cast in a role that if they remade the film or revived the theatre show for every day for the rest of our lives? It would never be as good as that one person in that role.
1: Wow. <laughs> Terrible. How dare, How dare you? I think, <clears throat> I can't remember what the show was now. I can't remember what it was called, but it was Wesley Louder and um, Jonathan Rocksmith. And they performed this piece at the Theatre on the Bay. And it was this two-hander that, um, oh, oh, what was
0: it called? But those two are great.
1: Those two are great. It was, Karen, it was the most insane theater show I think I've ever seen in my life. They, they switched characters like, oh, I'm going to hate myself for forgetting this name, but they switched characters so many times that it, it it felt like you were watching a movie. It felt like you were watching a movie. And the characters that Wesley Lauda had just had created with, with Jonathan, it was insane. And, and if they were ever to film that and they didn't cast them, it would be a scandal.
0: <laughs> An outrage! shout out to Wesley Al- and Jonathan. We love them.
1: <laughs> yes, but we can't remember what show that was, yeah. sorry.
0: Can someone please <laughs> let us know? Thank you so much. It was nice,
1: it was nice though. It was, the one it was a with great the show, we
0: loved it. We just can't remember what it's called. <laughs> but we were clearly very <laughs> affected by it, that the title has disappeared from our minds. Um, the second question is, if you could play any role, male or female, what
1: would it be? Mm. Oh! <laughs> okay. Okay, it's always been, you know this, it's always been Frank from Rocky Horror Picture yes. Show for me. Yes. If ever, it's always been that. It's always been that and will always be that. But as a woman, yo! Oh, there are so many roles. Mm, I don't know, as a woman, I'd have to get back to you on that, but it's definitely Frank in Rocky Horror.
0: Can someone please revive Rocky Horror so that Mike can play Frank? Thank you so much.
1: <laughs> and you, what's your one? I want to hear your one. So,
0: um, my, the role, I, I would, I just, well, I would do any Stephen Sondheim role. I always say, I'll just be the tree in the background even, you know, but I, yes. um, the one role that I, I would die to play. Oh, ladies. Nice. Sweeney. <laughs> what? Oh
1: yes yes
0: anything goes um but when it comes to the song times someone like joanne Mm, i want to grow old like that
1: (laughs) 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 i want to be a lady
0: who who just (laughs) 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 launches
1: i think that's what i'd also pick if it wasn't like a super sultry like marilyn monroe number it would definitely be a Ah,
0: yeah yeah. (laughs) love it um i also i really want to do follies but i want to be like 70 and do it so i can do the whole who's that woman tap number (laughs) 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 and then be sally just losing my mind that's what i want to do yeah so someone cast me in like (laughs) when i'm 70 (laughs) sally in in follies. that'll be great Uh, Mike thank you so much before I let you go please tell everyone how they can keep in touch or keep in touch, keep up to date with everything that you're doing social media websites let us know I'm so excited for the work that you're doing like tell me everything how we can support well, you I- and see what you're doing
1: Thanks. I'll, I'll come. So our company is called Madevu Entertainment. It's um, Madevu Entertainment on Instagram, and you can just follow us on there with pretty much everything that we're doing at the moment. Um, our first theatre show, one well, not our first, but our first big present and uh, presentation, is only next year. Um, obviously, COVID has brought quite a lot of obstacles our way, but it's actually proven to make our production so much more. Um, weighty and, and it's really been a gift but yeah yeah just keep, keep your eyes peeled my devil was always getting involved with all kinds of things i mean Love that it. is also one of the most amazing things about having a platform is that it, it really yeah. pushes you because it opens up this this realm of just anything could happen you yeah. know and it's it's really really an, an amazing place to be in so um yeah just keep have a have a follow there on instagram with um, uh, my devil entertainment and yeah See you, see you at uh, the opening of Llaqaniana 2021.
0: We are very excited. Thank you so much. You can keep up to date with the podcast. We are on Instagram as well uh, at uh, Hope I Get It Pod. And then I'm on Instagram at Terrence Dane. Um, thank you, Mike, again. I appreciate you. Thank you very much. And everyone, thank you so much for listening. I hope that you've been as inspired and I'm really, like, energized. So I hope that you're all as energized as I am. Like, I feel like I must go finish that play I started writing. I must just go finish it. Yes, yes. <laughs> so thank you. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate you. And to our listeners, thank you for listening. Please follow us on social media. Please rate and review us. Um, I'm so glad that it's not just my mom listening. Yo, yo, yo. Feeling, feeling grand. Um <laughs> Thank you, and I hope that you will join us next week for another episode of I Hope I Get It.